Welcome to the Divorce Devil Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Rachel. Follow us as we dive into all the positive and negatives of post-divorce recovery. Stay tuned for some real and sometimes raw end-of-the-road divorce topics. Please put on your big pants because we're full of honesty, authenticity, and irrefutable truths. This progressive podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. Enjoy. So sad. Uh, welcome, everybody out there to Divorce Dub episode 103. Woo-hoo. 103. 103 equals four. What the hell are we talking about? Yeah, we're I doing know. numerology? Yes, yes. Okay. 103. So 103 equals four. Um, <clears throat> today is a interesting podcast. I text Rachel two days ago, uh, yeah. yesterday, mm-hmm. two days ago, and I was trying to convey the subject for today is what would women want men to know about them going through divorce and what would men want to women to know about them going th- through a divorce and it, and it came out convoluted. So that's that's right. Well, and it really goes to show that men are from Mars and women are from Venus. Like I, my brain went to, I have all these questions I want to know about men. Answer them. <laughs> and as I asked Lance, it was no. It's these things in your marriage don't just happen, or this doesn't happen, or why does this? Happen? And this is how we work. And this is so in a man brain and a girl brain. I was like, no, I think he wants me to say like, men, stop sending unsolicited dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> this, that, da da, and I don't think that's how it came across. Because verbiage from a man, like if I tried to explain, I'd be like twenty questions. Like we've done that podcast, that podcast. Oh, we could do that again. Yeah, that was fun. Um, but then I think it's when you're going through a divorce, what what you're thinking, what you're going through. Like, am I speaking to my ex spouse? Am I speaking to... What, are you looking down my shirt? Yeah, I got to go up a little bit. Yeah, there we go. All right, um, better. Am I speaking to a new relationship? Am I speaking to men in general? That it would have to be men going through a divorce. This is what women going through a divorce is like. So the podcast itself has very a lot of different fa- facets of it. So I think it's everything. Yeah. You know, we really can't put a, a number on it or a... a but a collar on it. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's so many subjects between men and women that Mm -hmm. don't, that are so incongruent. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think like if you were just to stick with divorce, okay. uh, In the beginning, getting divorced, speaking to my ex, I wish he knew I just needed him to communicate better in the middle of my divorce. I got more courage to say, I'm not going to talk to you if you're going to yell at me because now that we're getting a divorce, I'm my own person, even though I was still married. After my divorce, I am I set boundaries in the relationship, not being married, but as co-parents, this is what I need from you. Whatever your response is, I got, oh, I seriously have no effect. Yes, I might be mad, might, might do this, but when I text you, it's going to be, here's what I need, here's what... The options are, can we work it out? And if he comes back and says, you know, I can't do it that day to say, well, can we do it? So it really is the communication that we were missing in our marriage. So it really did come through a process. I think for me, mine is more single pole because men think single pole and women think mini poles. Yeah. Um, Mine was more, let's not get divorced. Let's let's work this out. And when when I didn't have control of that, Mm -hmm. that's what drove me nuts. Yeah. Not not having control and and every corner, you know, jabbing at me, jab, 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 jab. 
it was highly um that's what made you angry antagonistic yeah yeah so that antagonism just was deep-seated and it's it's still in me yeah folks hold on still in me but that antagonism really set the tone for me just shutting down and and almost not hearing what she wanted to say even 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 if it was positive yeah i didn't want to hear it because you shut off that I, i was done yeah, it, it was my way of um, um, not circumventing survival tactic. Yeah, yeah, that was or that, that was my survival getting tactic. Getting back at because yes. I yes. feel like in the beginning it's a you said this, I'm going to say this. This to is protect. more hurt for yep. hurtful. How can I make you feel how I feel, even though you may have not meant to make me mad, but I'm already mad at you because we're getting divorced. Correct. So anything you say to me, you could I'm say we're going to Disney, and I'd be like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> and do I want to go to Disney? Absolutely. Absolutely. But because you said. You won the lottery. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, you know, and yeah. so I think that, you know, communication's a big deal in it. And I think when you're going through a divorce, what you want the other partner to hear is way different than like if you're starting a new relationship and like say you're dating. Like before I'm in, before the relationship I'm in here now, there was. No, I care about your feelings. There was no, I'm healing. Mm-hmm. I'm going out on a date so I don't drink too much. So I don't feel lonely. So I don't feel like a failure. Like, so when I found this outlet to not be totally immersed in the, I'm getting divorced. I failed. I did this. I, I'm not enough. I could go out and not feel that come home and just go to sleep where I wasn't really concerned about a relationship. I wasn't concerned about hurting your feelings. I wasn't, I actually wasn't concerned about getting to know anybody. It was just something that wasn't involved in my divorce. It wasn't involved, you know, it wasn't work. It wasn't friends. It was, you have no ties to me. I can be myself. And I think I learned to be myself, even though I, I have to admit, I was kind of an asshole when I was dating because I was so hurt that I put 24 years in that, you don't get my time. And you're almost lashing to, out. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I will come to dinner. I will do what I, I'll go to movies. I'll do whatever. But, but if I have no fun. I'm not going to enjoy it. Of course it. I have fun. You, have you met me? I, of course I, I no, have no, fun. I am not going to really enjoy it. I'm just going to surfacey enjoy it. Yeah. And that's absolutely yeah. it though. Yeah. You, you don't want to break anything but the surface because mm-hmm. that's emotion. Yeah. And you don't want to show emotion because you're like, oh, but he thinks I'm crazy because I cried a little bit because I'm getting divorced or, you know, or, you know. I'm not eating because I'm so stressed out. And I'm like, oh, I'll just have a bite. It's emotion yeah. that's taken us over. <laughs> tied up in sorrow. Lost. Oh, that's, that's a BG song. That Sorry. was really good. <laughs> have you been practicing Am I getting singing? good? Oh, I feel, wait, wait. Oh, do you oh. feel good about yourself hey, I now? like BGs though. BGs. <laughs> so one of my doesn't. barometers, and it can be a man barometer. Yeah. So compared to you're just divorced and you win the lottery. Yeah. Do you share it? That's a huge barometer right I think there. you have to if it's not. No, 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 no. You just got divorced. Oh, you just got divorced. Yes. Do, Do you, you share, share it? with your ex? Yes. No. Well, well, but, but I'm but I'm telling you, that's that's a barometer because sometimes you say, yes, I'd be happy to share it. I With your I, ex? But, but, but listen, I mm. applaud people that can go through a divorce amicably. That, yeah. is, that is just not my wheelhouse. Yeah. But that is... 
I think that's awesome. But there was times where you had to be because it benefited your children. Yes. Even though you didn't feel like you were being amicable with her, yeah. you had to make that same gesture. But I'm talking about people that are amicable, like they're still friends. That that just astounds me. People out there, please please email us or write to us and well, tell and me how you do that. You know, my, my ex and I get along. Yeah. But does he text me sometimes and yeah. I'm just like, what yeah. the actual fuck so, does that mean? So, sometimes, yes, like, but that's on... Th- the two couples go out, man, like friends. It's crazy. Like we had a shared birthday for my son. That's different. But I that's mean, different. like a like a date night. No kids. Who are you hanging out with? No, no, no. I'm not saying. But who do you know that's doing that? I don't know anybody personally, but I know there's somebody out there because people get along. Some every everybody's not like I us. I think that depends how long you've been married. Everybody's not like us. If you're married 24 which is scary. years and you're like, hey, you want to meet my new girlfriend? I'm going to go out. No. no. Everybody's not like us. Yeah. Well, and where then- where. Where you're on the edge of the cliff and I'm down at the bottom, man. Fighting, Do you think fight that's alligators. a younger generation thing? Because, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know anybody that does that that still goes out with their ex. Uh, well, not just out with their For ex, the but friends with their ex. Kind of like living in the same house with their ex. We, we got to have her back, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. So that's people. People astounds me. Yeah. That's all I can say. Well, and I don't, yeah. I don't know that every, I, I mean, there's such a small majority of people that that could actually work yep. for. I mean, I think if you don't cut ties enough, you're still in it, right? So even if you get divorced and you have to live in the house because you can't afford to buy a new house or whatever, you're still in that situation, in that relationship, in a different state of, of mind, of course. But I think that can not, that could be detrimental to your healing and that could be, you know, you can just keep repeating that cycle. And I, and especially if you have kids and you're doing that, I think a lot of that would be um, deal with the problems that make you upset or sad and, you know, just push it under the rug. Like if you're still with the person that you got divorced from, there's a reason mm-hmm. you're divorced. Yep. You're showing your kids that, hey, it's okay to stay with someone who cheated Doesn't make or you happy. is abusive or this or that because the financial – Find a way out, like figure it out. Come to yeah. my house; I will let you in if that if that's what you need. But I think but if you can work it out, oh tell yeah. Them, yeah, yeah, tell them, no, tell yeah, them. If yes. You can we we, it we out. are not in the divorce, in the production. Yeah. We are not in the divorce making mode. No. We are in the divorce recovery mode. I think, and relationships are so personal that yes, we have you know similar experiences, or we have people that you know that have comment on podcasts that have experiences and stuff like that. But they're so personal that. I don't know what's happening behind closed doors and I would hope that you're safe. And if you're getting divorced just because you're not on the, you know, no one knows what goes on behind closed doors. Exactly. So I think one of the things when I was like researching or trying to figure out what we were talking about on this podcast, I started to go into what questions do I want to know about women? What do you know? Like, I think I took it to, you know, our guys want to know when you're dating, how many men you slept with or, you know, um, I think the want and the need of a woman going through divorce or a man going through, through a divorce is so, what's the word, different because women are like, once I got divorced, I was like, I don't need anybody. I don't do do. I'm going to be on my own. I'm finally going to be independent because I I don't believe there was a time I haven't been in an, a relationship other than um, that 
that pause after my divorce when I was just dating. Like I've always been in one relationship, that person hurt, broke my heart, and then I was in another one because I didn't want to deal with the hurt from the previous one. Or I had one break in my relationships. You know what I did? What? This. So there you go. Yeah. So I. This I, is my girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love your facial, your gestures. Yes. But yeah, so like I I think my big thing was going, I'm independent. I can do it myself. Yes, I have $27 in the bank, but I'm going to make it. I don't need a man. I don't, you know, I don't need you to tell me that I chew too loud or that I'm too squirrely or I'm this because I had that. And so I definitely um, post-divorce breakup, you know, even in the midst of going through it, I was just like, I don't need anybody. But if I want someone, I can get it because I had to boost myself up in my confidence because I felt like crap. And I said it before. I said I didn't feel sexy. I didn't feel desired. But I was broken. I am out of a marriage. Like, it's really hard to break up a marriage. I mean, there's some things that can do it quickly. Mm-hmm. But it's 24 years of my life that I have to get over when I'm only 45. So, more a little almost half of my life I've been married and how do you just overnight forget it you don't there's so many I need you to know I think one of the things that that I as a man want want women to know is that we hurt we hurt just as bad as they do just as bad and I think that's one of those things but that thing that men have to be strong and 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 uh, not not agree to therapy and all this other stuff we we hurt well, and especially my, your generation, I think we were always taught that men are strong. Yep. They don't cry. They don't do this. And if they have emotions, they should push it down because we don't want to be weak. Well, I want you to be vulnerable. I want you to say, you know what? I really don't like this. I This makes me feel uncomfortable when this happens mm-hmm. because then I know that I can come to you going, hey, one of my triggers is this, and I, you, you did that. I know that you're not doing, you're not the same, the person I divorced, but I might be feeling insecure because of that. And I'm not saying that you're doing anything wrong or whatever, but I need to talk to you about it because I wasn't able to talk about mm-hmm. it in my. Di- so I think it really is. Oh, the biggest thing for me is we want to be able to talk to you and we want you to open up to us because then we realize you are human too because a lot of times girls are like, he's just too strong, he's manly man or he's this or he's that, he's too sensitive. He's, I want you to have your feels. I want you to give Correct. me all that back so then I'm like, oh, well, then I'm okay telling it, him this. It, it or kind I'm of okay puts you on the same plane. Yeah. Puts you on the same plane. I think that's a generational thing where like we expect men to be the manly men, like yeah. the lumberjack cutting down the thing with his bare hands bar wrestling the bear. No. Another one I got. Ooh, I'm on a roll here. Good. Uh, a, a lot of women think that men don't care about the kids. Yeah. And, and that's not true. Well, here's the ver- – so you think we think that. We think some, you expect us to take care of the children because that's our role in the world. Where we want you to say, she's my wife first. She's the mother of my children. She, or she's my wife. She's the mother of our children. She also has a job. She has a role. She has value. She is enough. But that's before divorce. I'm talking about that. During divorce. Though. No, no, I'm saying during yeah. divorce. Like yeah. when I send you my child who I have to co-parent with you, I want you to do the exact a same amount of effort that yeah. I'm doing. I don't want you to just dismiss him because I'm not there because you think someone else will take care of him. Well, no, now you're the mom and the dad and I'm the mom and the dad. And that's 100%, 100% of the time. Yeah. You know. It's so. not 50-50, it's 100-100. Yeah. yeah. So I think, you know, 
the verbiage from you saying that to mine is, kind of, of course, it's, and I, you know, it goes back to that. I've heard before, oh, well, you're, you're going to, I'm going to babysit the kids tonight so my wife can go out. You can't babysit you your own kids. You ain't babysitting your own kids. Those yeah. are your children and you're yeah. taking care of them and you're yeah. raising them also. Um, I hear a lot of women say that and I go, huh, I mean, you were at the same party to create them. So yeah. like, what? And I think so, that role is So another one, the springboard off of that yeah. one, is using the kids as weapons. Both sexes do it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Both. Both. That is so wrong. And I, I say this a lot. I said, I think I'm really good at being neutral and seeing both sides of that, right? I would never put my son in the position to have to pick who he likes better because of us fighting mm-hmm. or, you know, if one parent's going to go, well, I'll buy you this if you, you know, get mad at your mom. I've heard that before. I've Damn. heard like fathers or mothers not letting the parents see them because they're mad at them because they didn't get what they wanted in the divorce settlement. What the hell? So now they got to go back to court or they one parent doesn't get to see their kid. That That's shitty. That's really shitty. Damn. Like. Your children aren't the ones deciding to, to get divorced. They weren't the ones who no. decided that they were going to be here. So do not. They got no decision making at all. Yeah. And, you know, like I think, you know, I think my son actually does have a little bit of power because we respect him enough to say, hey, you've been at my house for five days straight because it's my weekend and I get you Monday, Tuesday, whatever. And are you? if you're missing your dad, you're more than welcome to go to your dad's. If you're missing me, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Mom had to work. I had something going on. He was with dad for six days. Do I get an extra day? Sure. If you don't, if you're used to going there on that day, that's fine too. I think you really have to Flexible. put your child as a, an important entity in that divorce because they didn't ask for that when you, you guys did. So I, I don't believe Don't be an asshole yeah. with your kids. I think one of the Women things, and men. Yeah, I think one of the things women want men to know, too, is we want you to ask us questions. We want you to say, hey, how you feeling? We want you to be observant of our behaviors or like our silence or what we're doing. Because a lot of times okay. when I was going through wait, the wait, divorce. Wait, 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 time, time, time. No, no, so, I, I got a point here. So after the, so what, what I'm asking you. Yeah. So during the divorce, you yeah. want me to ask you, how, how you doing? No, I'm I'm saying like. If we're, I'm not talking about my ex, I guess. I'm talking about. Generally. Generally. I'm talking men in generally. So I think when you're in the marriage, you should see the cues of that person that you care about. So we're not talking about divorce. Okay. You know that person. So if I'm struggling and we're getting divorced now and I'm not eating, I'm not doing this. I would be like, hey, are you okay? Like, I would say that. I'm like, have you eaten? Have you done that? You know, mm-hmm. I have to take care of your child also too, right? So yep. I think we... It, it it works out for the greater good. Yeah. yeah. So I think gen- just in general, even though you're getting divorced and you may be upset of why you're getting divorced or what's happening, you need to make sure that that other parent is okay. Because if I can't take care of our child, I need you to step up and take care of the child because I haven't eaten, I haven't slept, yep. I ha- I'm drinking too much, I'm doing this, you know. So you have to look at the cues that are going to affect that whole dynamic. You're helping her or him in respect to the child. Even if yes. you can't get along, you need to make sure. And I think that's in general, like yep. when you're d- newly dating or you're in a new relationship, your cues, like if I'm silent, I'm over-processing something. I don't know what I'm feeling. I may not know what's going on. But you going, hey, you okay? 
even if we're getting divorced, that just means so much. And it may change the outcome of that fight that you just had or the fight. One. It really is. I and have I have to admit that's a tough one. It is. I'm, I, I think that we need to be better as humans. And divorce yes. is a part of this human adventure or this human path that we're taking. And I... I have, I, I think I just recently had some things happening and I was like, you know what? The only person that's being affected by it is me. And yep. if I was just a little more kind in the situation, it might have turned out different. Give me no fucks. Yeah. So I think that's one. All right. But I'll like, agree. I think. Sheepishly. Sheepishly. <laughs> I'll, I'll and agree. It, and it can go, I mean, any of the conversations we have can go down the rabbit hole or you yep. can you surface surface it like we were saying yep. just the surface but i think um one of the other things that i was you know looking at when i did this is do you know if i'm in a marriage with you and you know my triggers and you keep harassing me with those triggers i'm not going to be able to respond to you what you think you need so it's just going to be this continuous loop of bullshit and i think a lot of people who take forever to get divorced like yourself david there's always something that's making me pissed off because you triggered me you you you've asked for the divorce you did this i think we need to be mindful of triggers divorce personally with me my trigger was just get divorced man that yeah that was that was always that, in, in the back of my head that just yeah. fired me up bam Bam. And I think once you yep. become aware of what your triggers are, I mean, as you're healing and going through divorce and you're uh, being a, like, one of my triggers might be multiple phones. When mm -hmm. I first started dating, I was like, oh, he's got two phones. I don't trust you. That's just because of the red flags from myself, from, yep. my, uh, from this one, from that one, from social media, from, you know, my other friends that were getting divorced. That's an example. Or, you know... I don't know some like some of the things that I've heard people say too is like you know he's liking girls things on Facebook but not mine or he's doing this and not mine. I'm like if you care that much, say hey, could why did you like that? What was your what was that? If that is that something that I don't like, I don't fucking care. I like everything. It's you almost want. Like, it's almost like you're searching for something to get mad at. You're, yeah, and that's the other thing. Yep. Like you are looking to make it not work because. You were hurt before. And just because, and when you start dating, so that they're not your ex. Well, there's always the drama mongers, too. Drama mongers. You yeah. know, they have to have drama. Yeah. Something yeah. always have to be wrong yeah. for them to, yeah. to um, and, live. Well, and one of the things, too, I was saying earlier, like um, <laughs> when I was discussing the topic, it was, you know, things just don't happen overnight. One person has to stop caring enough to make the marriage not work. It really is a hundred, a hundred. There's times where you both can't be a hundred. So mm -hmm. I might have to pick up some of your slack. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, affairs don't happen overnight. You, you could, like you did mention like, you know, one night stands do happen, but if you're in a communicative, you know, if you could communicate with your partner, people have worked it out before. There are, you know, red flags. There are, you know, things hindsight. Now you might be more sensitive to, because of what your partner did. But I think you have to go into each new situation as this is a new person. Just because it was a trigger before doesn't mean it was because it's a whole different scenario. And so you have to be willing to put yourself out there. And, you know, I think women want men to, to know that when we're feeling something, it's probably because of a past trauma. It's mm -hmm. probably because of the way we were hurt before. And we're all about the feels. 
And we think men aren't, but until we hear you say, we do have emotion, we aren't just, you know, the lumberjack guy, we aren't the one, you know, we're not just that, you know, guy that has to help us survive and fight mm-hmm. the bears. Um, what about uh, men and women in grudges? Oh, <laughs> you had to go there, David. Grudge. Okay. I, I have a good one for this. All right. Okay. okay. Come on. Hold on to your hats, people. But I have learned... I mean, I knew I had it. I have learned since our Thanksgiving break and we're off school and I went down the TikTok rabbit hole. Just just recently. Just recently. Went down the TikTok rabbit hole. I know, and if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I have ADHD pretty bad, right? So I've been going down the TikTok rabbit hole of women and ADHD and object permanence and all these different things that you learn. So basically in an ADHD brain, if something is not in front of your face physically, you don't see it and you put it to the side, you do not miss it. That is why I always have a mug in the microwave and I open up the next one. I go, oh, that's right. I didn't make myself coffee, but I didn't hear the bell. It wasn't in front of my face. So I forget about it. I thought in my world of ADHD or just being an asshole or being the asshole first or learning to set boundaries or I'm, I thought I was the best grudge holder there is known to man. Thank you to my mom and all her siblings who were really good at it. Also, I've come to find out that I am not just a grudge holder, but I have the object permanence. I have, um, you know, with all my brain going, if I don't see you, I don't miss you until I see you again. And then the grudge starts all over. And then it's like, it happened yesterday. So now I'm like, I fucking hate you more because you made me not talk to you for two years, but it actually is my brain going, who, what? I don't know. So how do you fix that? So I think my boundaries and my, you know, what I would say was grudges before was, I have to stop caring right now in order to help myself and heal myself and allow myself to not think about you enough that I pretend I don't care. So not give a fuck. Which is not giving a fuck. So it all has to deal with how I'm made up and all of her stuff. And, you know, like I said, you know, recently we found out my sister's listening to this. And I go, (laughs) I saw pictures of my niece and her on a Snapchat story that I didn't realize that I was still following her on. And I was like, oh, you know, I really miss my niece. And I didn't connect my niece to my sister because I'm able to talk to my other my other nieces and nephews who are older. And, you know, I'll I'll send a gift. I'll do this. I'll send something if I if it's in my face, but if I don't remember, I'm like, Oh shit, it's someone's birthday. Or I think I miss family, but I don't miss the toxic. And the toxic was enough for me to say, you know what? I can't do any of it until I'm healed. And that I'm healed. I'm like, you know, I may reach out and be like, you know, sorry, I missed Paige's birthday, but I didn't know it because it wasn't in my face. I'm not on Facebook. I don't have a reminder that it's her birthday. And then I see, oh, she turned this old on two days ago. Shit, I'm a fucking terrible person. So then I have that too. So Thank you, TikTok and Thanksgiving. I mean, fucking TikTok rabbit hole, right? So I'm learning and I think, you know, that's what we need to do. We need to learn to accept our flaws Learn from our flaws. Mistakes are lessons. And, and freaking move on. And, and you know, say you're sorry if you have to, but also be like, you know, I will not deal with that. So unless you're going to take that shit from here, 
we can't have a relationship. We can't have a I would a say any closing words, but I'm almost afraid at this point. Dude, I was prepared, man. God. I did some work. Man, look at, look at those notes. I think one of the other things that I really need to get out there is because I heard it all day when I was asking friends at work. You know, some of the people that came to our event. Yeah. I said, here's a big one because I hear a lot of people at work going, my husband's such a fucking asshole. He doesn't listen or he doesn't put in the effort or I have to make all the dates or if we're doing something, I have to find the sitter. I got to do this. I got to make sure they're fed. I got to do that. Just once they want him to plan the date. They want him to get the sitter. They want him to pick the movie. They want him to do it. Because when you say, what do you want to eat? And you have no fucking idea. And you're like, yes. Uh, I don't want to make anybody upset, but I'm actually pissed off that I have to decide that you couldn't decide because I had to do everything else. So I think men need to know, and women too, that effort is a big deal. I need you to put in as much effort as I am because then I'm feeling like I'm the only one in a relationship. Does that make sense? Yes. And I think a lot of divorces happen because one person feels that they're not being valued in the effort. Yeah. So if I'm giving you 100%, I don't expect you to give me 100% all the time, but I expect I need a I need a little bit of the same back. And you know, you're like, oh, you know, like I can't remember the last time that someone made a date for us to do where it was like, oh, we're doing this, we're doing that. I I bought tickets for this, I did that. So I felt it a little bit, and I was like, you know, but I know my partner enough to be like, hey, we're gonna do this together. What what are we gonna get? Where are we gonna go? You know, so I think that's a big deal, and I think women want men to know like effort is louder than words. And it's that gifts. action. It's that action of actually saying I care enough about you that I'm making the plans, making a decision. Yeah, to go somewhere. So especially when you, I, I mean, a lot of times coming out of a marriage, you feel it's definitely one sided. Someone feels there's one sidedness, or someone's not feeling valued enough, or you know, especially with an affair or, you know, I don't know, one day just show up and there's your shit's packed. You're like, what the fuck happened? Oh, you weren't, you weren't available ever. You weren't here for us. So what's, why are you actually here? Um, You're not adding to the family. So. All right, everybody. That's a wrap, man. That was, that was deep. Interesting. I mean, since last week was so laughing, when I was listening to it, I was laughing just as hard listening to it. I was like, my sides hurt. What what was the subject last week? I don't fucking know. Uh, But it it was funny as shit. It was funny. Yeah. And I. This one wasn't funny, folks. We sent it out to a bunch of people and they're like, oh my God, a thousand percent. I 10 out of 10 recommend. So if you haven't listened to the other podcast too, listen to it. This is not as funny. It's more serious. This one was, we need people people to know what the other sex Men need to step up. Women need to chill. What else? That men have feelings. Yeah, men which is have a hard feelings. one for women to say. Like feelings. Yeah. Nothing more than feelings. I mean, I literally can remember two times in my life seeing my dad cry and they were super painful things. Like the everyday like I'm so frustrated and my eyes are tearing and I'm like, Why am I fucking crying? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it'd be nice to see like you have emotions that's, in your That's Valerie's chief complaint with me that she's never seen me cry in four years. We want to see you cry. Okay. Punch yourself in the fucking stomach when you go I home can. and go, you know, I miss you so much I today. Think by I next, just... next podcast, I'll try to cry. Okay. We'll have to bring up some mommy uh, issues. Oh, shit. <laughs> Guys, next week, <laughs> well, David Shelton. Won't, won't be crying. I'll be pissed. I will bring out some questions mm. that will make David reevaluate <laughs> his mommy ass. issues. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Hey, don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> anyway, thank you folks for listening. So we did get some laughs. I don't there believe it. Thanks for listening to episode 103 and have a nice night. Bye. Bye. Love ya.